Aquí comienza Educate en Casa, el espacio radial de la Secretaría de Educación de Barranquilla para llevar diversión, aprendizaje y nuevos contenidos a los estudiantes de la ciudad. Escúchanos todos los lunes y miércoles a las 9 y 30 de la mañana en Itza Radio 106.6 FM para que estemos conectados siempre. Welcome to English Radio Barranquilla, an English program on Itza Radio. Lesson 17 Last lesson, we talked about the history and heritage of Barranquilla. Today, we will explore how other elements have influenced the development of the city. Today, we have a special guest, Guillermo Rodriguez, member of the Global Shapers Barranquilla Hub, project and leader of an initiative called La Banca, The Bench. Guillermo is an industrial engineer with over five years of experience in project management, leading science, technology, and innovation initiatives at the education and BPO industries. Passionate about learning to lead and inspire, Guillermo is actively engaged with global movements such as TEDx and the Global Shapers, raising awareness about United Nations SDGs. He also enjoys riding his bicycle everywhere, hiking and traveling to understand and appreciate the fragility of life in all of its ways. Guillermo currently works at Sykes Latam as project manager leading regional initiatives in Colombia, Mexico, El Salvador, Costa Rica, and Brazil. Hey, time for the kind words and the introduction. Hello, everybody. I'm Guillermo, and I would love to guide you through this amazing journey to learn a little bit about Barranquilla's heritage. Uh, with the Global Shapers, we created this initiative called La Banca, Shaping Our Legacy, Hacking Barranquilla's Heritage, because we wanted to invite the young generations to embrace Barranquilla's history. We had a lot of things to tell to the world, and the idea is that you all become ambassadors. So the concept of La Banca, first of all, it was inspired by this traditional element presenting the majority of Barranquilla's families, La Banquita, Taburete, Bench, or Stool. Well, this is a common use item by Barranquilleros to sit with their neighbors and friends in their terrazas, and we talk about current topics and imagine a better city. I remember like, years ago, I talked with my friends in high school, imagine a Barranquilla without arroyos. Back then, it sounds a little bit idealistic, but today, after a decade of joint efforts with the major and the different administration, we've been able to tackle this challenge and we're way to go. So the idea with La Banca is that we enable dialogues that inspires action among the youth people of the city around the sustainable development goals. The idea is that we identify those challenges and we encourage people to act towards a common goal. In this opportunity, we will walk you through Barranquilla's heritage from three different perspectives, connecting with the facts that you've been learning during the last emission. Before getting started, I would like to share with you the definition of heritage by the Ministry of Culture of Colombia. For them, this means something that has been inherited and it must, in fact, be considered as the legacy that we receive from our ancestors and that must be passed on to future generations. The cultural heritage, at last, is the creative expression of a system of a people in the remote past, in the near past, and in the present. 
It tells us about the tradition, the belief, and achievements of a place and its people. Biodiversity is a key element for the development of cities. Can you share with us how Barranquilla's strategic position plays an important role in its economic and cultural growth? Yes, I would love to. And actually, it all begins with nature. Today, we will understand a little bit more about the importance of Barranquilla's strategic position in the corner where the Magdalena River and its set of canals and swamps meets with the Caribbean Sea. Well, rivers are a key element for human development. History has shown us that many civilizations were built around the fresh water supplied by rivers and streams. Actually, most of the major cities of the world are situated on the banks of the rivers, as they are used as source of water for obtaining food, to enable transportation, for bathing purposes, and by means of disposing wastes. And Barranquilla Well is not the exception to that rule. The first inhabitants of Barranquilla were known as Mocanás or Malibus, which are believed that arrived to the delta of the Magdalena River a couple of hundred years ago. They found out this place attractive, and it represented a limited source of fresh water, animals, and eventually fertile lands for the croppings and raw materials to work on the fabrics and pottery. A few years later, on April the 1st of 1901, the explorers Rodrigo de Bastidas and Juan de la Cosa and their crew discovered the delta of the Magdalena River, naming it Bocas de Ceniza, or Mouth of Ashes, due to the particular pigments of its muddy waters meeting the Caribbean Sea. The crew was almost shipwrecked on that day due to a storm, and as back in the day the Spanish celebrated the conversion of Maria Magdalena, they decided to entrust themselves to her, and as they miraculously survived after all, they named this body of water as Rio Grande de la Magdalena as an act of gratitude. After that episode, well, they decided to cite Barranquilla for later, and they only had occasional visits to seek for peers and trade with the Indians, but they focused instead on founding the city of Santa Marta in 1526, that was the first city found in South America, and then Cartagena in 1533, promoting in that way the development of the Caribbean territory. These two cities were the epicenter of great events, social, economic, and culturally speaking, from where expeditions would live to discover the great treasures that the Riviera of the Magdalena hid which at the time they estimated that would be the fastest access road towards the gold wealth of Peru. Funny, right? Even though they were mistaken and Peru was not at the corner, this led to a transformation of the rest of Colombia. And well, as the year passed by due to its location, the site occupied in what now is Barranquilla grew as a city of free people, a meeting point of commercial exchange which little by little was transformed into one of the corners of the country with the most dynamic growth. In 1629, Barranquilla was only a small village with 108 inhabitants. A few years later, in 1771, the village limits were expanding along the lowlands of San Nicolas, reaching a population of 1805 inhabitants. Since then, Barranquilla experienced an exponential growth thanks to a series of elements that created the perfect atmosphere of progress. In Barranquilla, we were the pioneers of the stream navigation on the Magdalena River under the leadership of Juan Elbers in 1825, under the command of Simón Bolívar. 
This helped us to rapidly become the main port in Colombia, as we connected the country's highlands with the rest of the world due to our strategic location in, the, in proximity with the river and the sea. A few years later, on November 11 of 1857, Barranquilla was finally raised to the category of a city. Let's listen to our other special guest, David Parnell, an American living in Barranquilla for the last decades, talking about the importance of location. In the real estate business, the age-old mantra always stays the same. Location, location, location. Whether it be a beachfront mansion, a retail clothing store in a popular shopping center, a place to hang out, think about La Troja, pre-pandemic, it all gets back to location, 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 and the value that comes with it. So, let's take a look at location as it applies to Barranquilla. And let's talk about the value of location as it applies to Barranquilla. One of the major rivers in South America empties into the Caribbean Sea just 15 miles away from our city, which in terms of value continues to fuel not only our local economy, but also the economy of Colombia and to other regions worldwide. The port of Barranquilla is sort of like the heart of our city, and history tells us that for centuries our port, our heart, was almost forgotten because the sandbars on the Magdalena River made navigation nearly impossible. So, finally, a railway was constructed that connects now what is the port of Barranquilla to satellite ports on Savanilla Bay, and that's where the port really started to realize its potential. And today, our heart, the port of Barranquilla, is beating stronger than ever before. Goods produced in the interior of Colombia leave our port for destinations in North America, as well as Europe. Barranquilla's industrial powerhouses continue to become stronger, thanks to the port of Barranquilla. And not only is the shipping business booming, the receiving business continues to rise. After the TLC, or the Free Trade Agreement, was signed by the United States and Colombia, almost 80% of all goods coming to Colombia from the U.S. are now duty-free. That's a win-win situation for both sides, and yes, it's tied to location, location, location. Barranquilla, of course, is Colombia, yet with a distinction. It's El Caribe Colombiano. And yes, our location, location, location has given us an entirely different feel than the rest of the country. Barranquilla grew up organically as a trading port in the Caribbean. Africans, gringos, and Europeans came here. Middle Easterners settled here. The cuisine is as varied as the music and the dances. And besides football, or soccer as it's called in the U.S., baseball thrives in Barranquilla. By the way, a couple of Barranquilleros are thriving right now in Major League Baseball. Donovan Solano with the San Francisco Giants, and Nabil Crisvat with the St. Louis Cardinals. So yeah, Barranquilla has a little bit of everything, but there was no master plan to develop this diverse environment that we live in every day. It always gets back to location, location, location. Did you know immigrants in Barranquilla come from many places in the world? What were the reasons for settling in this city? Let's talk about the Germans. Germans began immigrating in the later half of the 19th century and also in the 20th century. Many of them arrived in Colombia via Venezuela, where German settlements already existed. Some of them were farmers or professional workers in Barranquilla. 
One famous German immigrant of the 19th century was German-Jewish entrepreneur Leo Kopp, who founded the brewery Bavaria. Other German groups arrived in Colombia later. Before the First World War, there were about 5,000 Italians in Colombia, concentrated on the coast around Barranquilla, Cartagena, and Santa Marta. The first and largest wave of immigration from the Middle East began around 1880 and continued during the first two decades of the 20th century. About 3,000 North Americans arrived in Barranquilla during the late 19th century. By 1958, American immigrants comprised 10% of all immigrants living in Colombia. There are now between 30,000 to 40,000 United States citizens living in Colombia. Many of them are Colombian immigrants to the United States who chose to return to Colombia. Today, 10.6% of the population identify as Afro-Colombians and are of mixed race, descent known as either mulatos, European and African, or sambos, African and Amerindian, or often all three. Hi Alex, thanks for being with us today. We have been talking about the importance of the Magdalena River and how a location of a city can influence its development. Can you share with us the most important rivers in the United States? How does the location of a place can influence a person's habits or culture and traits? Thank you very much. Hey, Claudia. The most important rivers in the United States would probably be the Missouri and the Mississippi rivers. The Mississippi River is the longest river in the country, extending from nearly at the border with Canada down to the Gulf of Mexico, and it played a really important role in the history of the country. It's kind of like the Magdalena River for Colombia. This river allowed for goods and people to travel from one end of the country to the other, and many people see the Mississippi River as a dividing line between east and west. The Missouri River is very close to the Mississippi River, and it actually flows into the Mississippi River. The place where I live is in between both of the rivers, and for that reason, the Native Americans here call it the land between the two rivers. Geographical location can have a huge impact on how one's culture is. If you notice, most of the major cities in any country are located near rivers or other bodies of water that allow for transportation. Here in the United States, it's no different. Another important thing that affects culture is the climate. For example, here in the northern part of the United States, it's cold for about six months of the year. Because of that, there are many things that people do all the time in Colombia that wouldn't be possible here. For example, motorcycles. In parts of Colombia, people use motorcycles every single day to go to, from home to work and school. In the United States, during most of the year, especially in my region, this is impossible because of how cold it is outside. Climate also affects the foods that people eat. In Colombia, it's much more common to eat tropical fruits, and rice. 
Whereas here in the United States, we hardly ever eat rice, and many of the fruits that you have in Colombia are impossible to find in our supermarkets. It's simply too hard to grow them here and too expensive to import them. And simply, our families aren't used to eating things like rice for every meal, like in Colombia. Yeah, Barranquilla is very different from other cities in Latin America. I think that the river, the Magdalena River, has allowed for Barranquilla to, over time, become a sort of cosmopolitan place. You know, there were many immigrants that arrived there because of the river. There was a lot of commerce and business being done because of the river. And it's kind of similar to the way that in the United States, New Orleans became a very cosmopolitan and different city from the rest of the country because it's located at the mouth of the Mississippi River. So I've lived in only one other city in Latin America, which was Cochabamba, Bolivia. And it was very, very different for sure. Part of it had to do with the climate, also just the, the cultural heritage of the region. And in Cochabamba, there was no river that flowed through the city. So because of that, I think that it didn't have as much contact with other parts of the world as a city like Barranquilla did, which nowadays is a very diverse city due to the histories of slavery and immigration as well. You know, I spend so much time thinking about how Colombia and the United States are different that it's a little bit hard for me to think about ways in which they're similar. But I suppose there are some ways in which our countries are alike. I think that young people in both Colombia and the United States have similar visions and goals for the futures of their countries. In both places, young people are pushing for people to be more open-minded and also to be more global citizens. They want countries that are more interconnected with the rest of the world, not isolated. And finally, here's a special tip to help improve your English. The difference between see, look, and watch. Both see and watch can be used for television, movies, or other things on a screen. Look is much different. Look basically means to turn your eyes towards something. So when someone tells you to look, they want you to turn your eyes, turn your head, or somehow make it so that you can see what they're talking about. For example, look at that bird. It's so big. Watch can also be used in the sense of cuidar. So if I want someone to watch my son, then I'm going to have them take care of my son. Thank you, Alex. Those are great tips. And thank you to our special guest today and to all our listeners. Now, let's listen to a documentary about the history of Barranquilla, complete your worksheet with your teacher, and don't forget to practice English. See you next time on English Radio Barranquilla. Barranquilla, city of soft light and pastel shades, the third largest in Colombia, that historic country which courageously supported Simon Bolivar, the George Washington of South America, in his lifelong struggle to free his compatriots from the dominance of Spain. There are over 150,000 people living in Barranquilla, and although they are drawn chiefly from the black, red, and white races, they are all on an equal basis the dividing lines being drawn by wealth or poverty, 
education or ignorance, but never by color. Spanish is the universal language, and most of the people are of the Roman Catholic faith. The city of Barranquilla was founded in 1629, but attracted no attention as a commercial center until about the middle of the 19th century, when efforts were initiated to secure the trade passing through Cartagena on the Caribbean coast. In recent years, foreign loans have aided Barranquilla considerably, and its present rate of development, it promises to become the foremost metropolis of Colombia. Its ideal situation on the Magdalena River, a few miles inland from the Caribbean Sea, makes it a natural gateway to the interior of Colombia, which is rich in natural resources, including petroleum, coffee, cotton, and bananas. Floating markets along the Magdalena are an indication of the increasing trade activity which the river has brought to Barranquilla, where one may see almost any type of craft, varying from a dugout canoe to an ocean-going liner, propelled by hand, foot, or steam, but all in the service of mankind. Colombia's export of bananas is said to be greater than the combined output of all other South American countries, and a vast amount of these bananas are transported down the Magdalena River and out into the world by way of Barranquilla. These picturesque boats are used in plying the farthest reaches of the Magdalena, and for years they have been the mainstay of transportation. But recently, a huge modern dock has been built in Barranquilla, now making it possible for great ocean liners to sail up the Magdalena from the Caribbean Sea, taking full advantage of newly created facilities for loading and unloading their cargoes. Outstanding among the many fine hotels of South America is the Del Prado, around which a modern community has sprung up, giving to Barranquilla a suburban development that would be a credit to any metropolitan city. And it is here that we have the pleasure of meeting some of the more attractive members of the aristocracy of Colombia which is made up largely of descendants from the original Spanish families who settled in South America and bestowed upon their children the romanticism and culture of old Spain. Educate en Casa, el espacio radial de la Secretaría de Educación de Barranquilla para llevar diversión, aprendizaje y nuevos contenidos a los estudiantes de la ciudad. Escúchanos todos los lunes y miércoles a las 9 y 30 de la mañana en Itza Radio 106.6 FM para que estemos conectados siempre. 